Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to banter about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show for the longest time. Join me in my banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. This is episode five of season two, and it's called The Descent into Darkness. First off, I'd like to wish my fellow Canadian friends a happy family day today on this Monday, February 19th. I hope that you're all getting some much-needed R&R time with your loved ones or just taking a day for yourself. Okay, let's get right into it. Lots happening in Genoa City, as always. Let's begin with good old Aunt Jordan. This week, we saw her sporting a funky red wig as she parades around town in disguise. Not surprisingly, she survived the fire at the prison, which was also deemed to have been arson, as we had suspected all along. Jordan has now befriended slash manipulated Seth, Nikki's former sponsor, whom she met at the empty class dive bar. Playing off of Seth's vulnerabilities, Jordan has concocted some fabricated story about how she knows Nikki in order to get Seth on her side so he can essentially become a pawn in her twisted game. I made a comment on X about this and I suggested that the two were in cahoots with each other, but really it's Jordan uh, pulling this, pulling the strings and essentially manipulating poor Seth. Uh, also, some people on X came up with some very interesting predictions. Because of the red wig that Jordan is sporting right now, somebody completely innocent in all of this, like Lauren, could end up getting hurt due to mistaken identity. Now, Phyllis could be thrown into the mix as well, but my guess is on Lauren simply because she's been recently enlisted to work with Nikki at Newman and has been spending time at the Newman Ranch as well as a result. So imagine the Newmans discover Jordan in disguise and in their plan to take her down, Lauren accidentally ends up getting harmed. What a twist would that be, right? So as Jordan continues to terrorize Nikki, let's hope that Nikki and the Newmans can outsmart her before it's too late. Also, on the subject of Nikki's sobriety, it kind of got me wondering how Jack has time to work between saving Nikki from herself and now looking out for his poor sister Ashley, who continues to spiral. Now, I mentioned this on my last episode, but it's sad to see what has come of Ashley's mental state. She is clearly losing her mind, and this week, a flashback to an accident that she had years ago was relived where she lost her son, Robert, whom she was having with uh, Brad Carlton, if you recall. At the time, she was so mentally traumatized by the ordeal that she carried around a blanket thinking that it was her son. I do remember that storyline. I don't know why they want to revisit this though now, but we have to give it up to Eileen Davidson for doing a phenomenal job portraying the character. I just wish that Tucker and Audra would leave her alone. Those two, quite frankly, deserve each other. Kyle was a pawn in Audra's game, and Nate is entirely too good for her in hindsight. I said what I said. Also, 
I have to admit that uh, it's been a very nice shift with the whole situation with Claire and how she is becoming more of a welcomed part of the family. That scene this week where Victoria watched her warmly chatting with Nadia, one of the kids at the facility, showed that Clara really had that soft and sweet side to her that she was essentially deprived of showing for so many years. So I think that, you know, there's a turning point. There's a positive turning point for Claire, and it'll be nice to see how this all kind of manifests. So now I made a joke about this on X this week, but in general... I feel like the show should almost be renamed to mergers and acquisitions with the sheer frequency of this whole angle always coming up as a storyline. The list would be a mile long if we tallied up all of the different companies that have materialized to date. The latest spectacle was Adam and Nick's pitch to Victor about folding Sally's company into Newman. Apparently, business has been slow for her and Chloe, so they saw this as a strategic move, I guess. Victor shot it down due to his ongoing vendetta against Sally, which quite frankly, at this point, should really just end. But the fact that yet another idea was being thrown around to acquire a company into another just made me want to yawn. On top of that, Billy made a proposition to Devon and Nate this week about adding the Abbott name to Chancellor Winters, which is comical because the Abbots already have a family name in their family company, rather, in their name. Hello. This idea was brought up to somehow commemorate Jill's involvement and contributions to the company. And if it went through, the company would be called Abbott Chancellor Winters or ACW. I'm telling you, if I was given a dollar for every time a new company name has been thrown around on the show in the last several months, I'd be pretty well off by now. Remember SNA Media and Adustus, and then there was simply Ashley Cosmetics and so forth. Just can't keep up, honestly. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did see a teaser for this coming week that Amanda is going to be making her long-anticipated return to the show, and the scene that I caught was her showing up at Chancellor Winters, so that'll be interesting to see how she comes and stirs the pot. Also, last but not least, Tessa has accepted the role of becoming society's day manager while Abby commits more time at Chancellor Winters. I think Tessa will do well. Let's just hope that we actually see more of her than how much we've actually seen of Esther at Crimson Lights. Also, notice how we haven't seen the back kitchen of society since, I want to say, the days of Lola. You honestly have to wonder what the logic is behind giving visibility to certain sets over others. I remember one time Tessa and Mariah took baby Aria to the ear specialist, and for that, they actually created an entire set at the doctor's office. Again, I'm just scratching my head in terms of what the criteria is, because again, our Queen Sharon has no office for her supposedly thriving company, Cassidy First Technologies. How are you going to dedicate an entire episode to her company launch and then not give her an office? Come on now. I will not stay quiet about this. Anyways, that's going to do it for today. But before we go, it's time for this week's fun facts slash spoilers. Okay, so this week's fun spoilers. According to Soap Opera Magazine, Tucker is apparently going to scheme against Nate as a way of keeping him away from Audra. Insecure much, Tucker? Come on. 
I would like to think that even Nate has some standards of his own and wouldn't go out of his way for a woman who has clearly made up her mind about who she wants to be with or associate with. It's not like Nate owes Audra anything at this point. In this case, I feel weirdly protective of Nate and hope Tucker just stays in his lane, wearing his favorite turtleneck. <laughs> Fans of the show will know what I mean by that. It's an inside joke for all of us. Also, Tucker actually was wearing something other than a turtleneck this week. It was mind-blowing. <laughs> Another interesting spoiler is that Billy might be conflicted between old feelings resurfacing for Lily and his love for Chelsea. An interesting angle considering we know Lily will be hurt and vulnerable after Daniel drops the bomb on her with him getting back with Heather and all. I personally don't know how I feel about Billy feeling torn because, in my humble opinion, him and Lily never really worked in the first place. They make good friends, but as love interests, I never really saw it. I do like him with Chelsea and hopefully things can just stay status quo, especially while she deals with Connor's issues. But this whole idea about him feeling conflicted with Lily just seems like another futile attempt at the writers trying to create unnecessary drama, quite frankly. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. If this is your first time tuning into my podcast, thank you very much. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would very much appreciate a follow on whichever platform that you're listening to this on. Please leave your feedback for today's episode and be sure to continue the conversation with me on X. My name is at SarahYR20. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Soap Talk with Sarah. The show is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, join me on X between episodes at SarahYR20. That's at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, please hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the love. Until next time, take care.